Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I am your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, uh, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio today on my travels throughout the country. A lot of fun stuff we've been getting into uh, this week. Uh, this is episode 14, The uh, Burden of Battling Sin Alone. And are you really alone? That's kind of a long title. I'll shorten it, obviously. That's kind of the topic for uh, today. So, uh, if you liked everything we've done uh, up to this point, uh, I really do appreciate you guys. I uh, really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, if you like it, drop a like, drop a comment, subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, and then, like I said, we try to do this every Thursday, sometimes Friday. depends on uh, what works going on for the week. But, uh, yeah, you guys have been a blessing, and I really do appreciate it. So, uh, as per the usual, we're going to get in and start off with a little word of prayer, and then we're going to kick it off with, uh, are we really alone when we're... Uh, or fighting sin. Let's jump to it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the uh, many blessings that you give us each and every day. Lord, thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us purpose. Lord, I ask that you just uh, continue to fill us with peace, give us strength, and continue to keep us uh, faithful to you, Lord, and to always be there with us and to let us know that we are never alone, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you just give me the words to say. I give people tuning in the uh, eyes to see and ears to hear that we may all uh, grow closer to you, Lord, uh, mind, body, and spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Amen. So this is a request uh, for you know, what happens when you feel alone and when you're, uh, you feel like you're battling sin alone. And the long and short of it is you're, you're not. You're not. Well, you might be. You might. Sometimes people are physically alone. All right. Um, I don't know. You're out on a, on a road trip by yourself or you're, you know, you maybe you're the only one left in your family. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of ways people can be alone. You know, there's uh, not just physically alone, emotionally alone. Maybe you're in a, in a, in an area where you're just around a bunch of people who are not on the same page as you are mentally, physically, and spiritually. They're not supported up by those three pillars we talk about, you know, every week. Um, and, and that's, I think, kind of what this kind of stems from this whole conversation is, you know, not necessarily just being physically alone, like, oh, I live by myself or or that, but just being, you know, trying to be have be yourself rooted in your faith, you know, but people around you just aren't aren't there yet. Um, and maybe they never will be, but we, we, we pray for those people, right? So I've got a verse uh, for us to, to dive into a little bit today. Um to kind of let us know how we're not alone and how we do have the tools to overcome uh, this sin uh, even when we're alone. Because, again, the whole thing is if you're alone, who's going to help you battle this? You know what I mean? Uh, you might be separated by miles from the nearest person of faith, but how you're there by yourself. You, how would you do? Well, we'll get into it. So here we go. So we'll go to the book of 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 13. I do not have this memorized. You got it up on the screen behind you, so I can I uh, can do it. So we'll just hit it that way. I'm not, you know, not the, the best biblical scholar, but we're going to try to try to break it down. All right. So, uh, chapter ten, thirteen, and First Corinthians. I'm reading from the King James. Ah, uh, here we go. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. I like the King James. It, it reads well. Uh, makes you think. Really have to kind of pay attention to what you're reading so you can, you know, actually get it. Um, 
So what does it all mean? Basically what it means is you're not going to be tempted above the level that you're able to handle it. All right, so we're, we're all sinners. You know, sin is rampant in the world. It's been that way since the beginning, right? And that's a whole other podcast series on the, the origins of sin. But uh, long and short of it is we're fallen creatures. We're in a fallen state. And the Lord knows that and he loves us anyways. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So whether we sin or not has no merit on our salvation. We're already saved. All we have to do is believe. So once you kind of accept that fact from the get-go, that you're already, your salvation's already covered, you know, by the grace of the Lord and an act he did on the cross, and he loves you for that. So there's nothing that you can do, you know, all the works in the world won't earn you salvation, you're already saved. Where on the flip side of that, all the things that you do do, all the bad things you do do, don't necessarily get, they don't get rid of your salvation because you're already covered. That's hard to wrap your mind around. But it's the truth. If, if, if something, if you do all these things, if your salvation is not, is, is not covered by the things that you do, it won't be, it won't be taken away by the things that you, you don't do. Like the, the sinning and stuff and the, uh, and the works. It's, 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 works is not, is not a thing. However, the good works that you do show your faith and your gratitude to the Lord. Generally, people of, you know, strong faith, high moral conviction aren't going around committing mass murders. If they if they are, it's a flawed sense of the faith, right? Um, I'm I'm kind of rabbit trailing and tangenting for a little bit, but you get you get what I'm saying. It's not a, it has nothing to do with your works. Your sin is your is your own personal battle, and it's a ways to help you grow. And a lot of times, this, the sin that you have is is the Lord's way of testing you too with the temptations and things. And then the Lord's not tempting. It's the, you know, the devil's the great tempter, but the Lord gives you the skills and he was not going to let the devil, the devil do things that are beyond your, your reckoning according to the verse we just read. You're going to have a way to escape and you're going to be able to bear whatever uh, temptations are coming at you. So whether it's, you have an issue with lust, if you have an issue with um, overindulgence, if you have an issue, there's a lot of things out there that you can have issues with when it comes to sin. If you're a liar, if you're, you know, a thief, all these things, you know, the Ten Commandments that we should not be doing, thou shalt not do all these things. Um, you're going to, you're going to have the ability to resist it or not. All right. And, and most people, when they have their hearts truly in the, in the, in the word and truly in the spirit, have their bodies and, and their minds kind of focused on the Lord are going to be well, you know, they're going to be better equipped to, to fight and to resist. Now, somebody who's not delving in the word as much, they might succumb to the sin and the temptation a lot easier. Um, so that's that being said, you that you ask, well, you have to strengthen, you have to use the the, the fitness that we've talked about, mental, spiritual, physical, to uh, to keep maintaining your armor. We talked about it early on, putting on the armor of God. That's how you fight, even if you are alone. You have to put your armor on every single day. Now, as it relates to uh, being alone, again, the Lord's with you all the time. And that's not a cop-out answer. you got the creator of the universe ready to intercede on your behalf. There's been plenty of people in, in the Bible who found themselves alone. And they overcame 
because the Lord was with him. Just look at David and Goliath. Everybody was scared, scared to death. He was alone. But he was faithful. When Goliath said, I'm going to, you know, I'm out here, you come at me with a, with a stick and a, and a rock. You're going to, what is, what is this? You know, Goliath is like laughing at this kid. And he's like, your army can't, can't, it isn't even going to come out here to fight me. And David said something to the effect of, this is not my army fighting. The Lord fights for me. I'm just the vessel here. And he whacked old boy in the face with a stone and he chopped his head off with his own sword. But he was alone. He, and, a, and a bunch of Israelites, the, the, quote, chosen people of God, the elect, right, were all afraid. They didn't have their faith wasn't, wasn't there. Look at Joshua and Caleb going into the promised land. They were all about it. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. It was just the two of them. Everybody else, all the other uh, ten spies who went into Canaan were... Oh no, they're they're too big. We're like grasshoppers, and they're and they're like they're giant sons of Ammon, and blah 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 blah. Guess what? Those guys didn't make it to the promised land. Joshua and Caleb did. Everybody who had doubt did not make it into the promised land. Think about that. So when you are feeling alone, maybe that's the time you need to rise up and be the strongest in your faith. Because that's about the time good things start to happen. That's about the time you get those blessings poured upon you. Because you are standing resolute in your faith despite everybody else around you being weak. Because sometimes what it takes, once you take a stand, somebody else may be like, man, that guy's standing, standing in his faith. I needed to do that. And it, it's, it may not happen overnight. How long was Goliath out there, you know, yelling at the Israelites before David showed up? And David was in the camp for a little while, too. He said, I'll fight him. They're like, oh, no, you can't do that. But he did it day after day after day until finally David was like, give me a give me a sling and let me go out there and take care of this dude. All right. The point is, you got to stand even even <clears throat> if you are alone. Now. If you do feel like you are alone and you are absolutely alone and you are surrounded by, you know, by the enemy's camp, right? But call for backup. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people out there who will come to your aid. If, if they can't get there physically, they will intercede on your behalf, send up intercessory prayers to give you strength, to give you uh, faith, to keep you protected, to have legions of angels surrounding you to uh, combat all, all the, the spiritual wickedness in the world. All right? You guys ever feel alone? You let me know. I'll do whatever I can. I will. I will talk to the Lord, and we'll we will we will see what we can do, and He'll help you. All right. But sometimes you still have to endure just a bit. What was it? I think it was in Daniel um, when he sent a sent a prayer to the Lord, and uh, an angel came down and said, "Hey, look, I've been going two weeks because I've had to battle my way through." The, the the darkness in the world to get the the prayer you sent up to the Lord, and it took me another two weeks to get back, and but I had some help, right? So sometimes this stuff takes takes a little while, but you have to endure. Okay, so you're not alone. It might feel like it sometimes. It might be weighing down heavily on your heart because you might want maybe you're the kind that you are taking a stand. You are the kind the guy or girl that's out there. Uh, 
standing resolute in your faith, but nobody else seems to want to go because they're just afraid. They're not as strong in their faith as they say. And it's like you're pulling all this. Come on, guys, let's go. I can't do this alone. I don't want to be at the top of the mountain by myself. I need some help. Come on. You're just like pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. Sometimes you got to let go and let them figure it out on their own. But you still live that example because eventually you might just let go. Maybe they'll come back and you'll get a little tug at your hand. And you're like, what's going on? And there they are. And it's like, guys, let's do this. I've been waiting for you. Let's do this. Not I told you so. I've been waiting for you. Let's do this. Let's stand strong in our faith together and profess that Jesus is King and he's our Lord and Savior and that he's got all our best interests in heart. But we have to believe that's where everything comes back into full circle. This temptation, these uh, this sin that you find yourself in, it, you can, you're covered by the grace of the Lord, but the grace of, the, the grace of God is not an excuse to get, uh, to, the grace of God is not an excuse to sin, but it's the power of God not to sin. So once you believe and you put your faith in him, you become saved because you believe in Jesus. That's the first step of faith, but the second, or of grace, the second part of grace is now you have the power to resist the sin and the temptation, but you're going to fail. You're going to disappoint God all the time. He loves you anyways. There's nothing that you can do to make him love you more. There's nothing you can do to make him love you less. He loves you regardless. He's going to be disappointed in the things that you do, but he still loves you or else why would he send his only son and go, why would he incarnate himself? as his only son, and then sacrifice him on the cross for you if he didn't love you. If we were all sinners and he didn't love us, he wouldn't have done that. But he's got a plan. Global reconciliation of the Garden of Eden, heaven on earth. And he wants you there in his family when he comes back. It's that simple. So stand strong, stand resolute, be of good faith, be strong and courageous. You know, steal your hearts. <laughs> All I, I got so many power verses I, I could get into it. You know, because yeah, that's just that's just what the Lord does for us. He's he he is there. He's our source of power and our strength and our faith. And we're never alone as long as we have uh, God in our hearts. So. I hope that answered that question. That was posed from uh, my buddy, Josh. Josh, if you're watching this, uh, if you got any questions about that, dude, hit me up. I know we talk like every day. So, um, you know, I hope, that, I hope that helped out for sure. If you guys got any topics you want to hear, you got a lot of you guys got my number. You can leave it in the comments here. Hit me up on all, all my social media. It's all on the links uh, at the top of my channel. Find me uh, and we'll talk about it. All right. I think I got the next, I think I got till July 1st planned out right now. So I got the next month of shows planned out. Um, but we can talk about the, this is fun. This is fun. It's therapeutic. It's fun. You guys rock. And I really just, um, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. So uh, let's end this with a quick word of prayer. And uh, you guys have a, you know, killer rest of your evening and the rest of your weekend. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you, man. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for uh, letting us know we're not alone. Uh, Lord, thank you for giving us all the tools we need to resist the devil and giving us the armor, armor that we have to maintain and trusting us to maintain that armor, Lord. Not just doing it for us, because that's how we grow. 
is you let us you let us do these things that we can either choose you or reject you. That's powerful, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for not making us robots. Thank you for allowing us to choose you, choose life over death. Lord, we know we're sinners and we know that uh, we all fall short of your glory, Lord, but you love us anyways. And I, I can't be more thankful and, I, and we can't be more thankful uh, to you for that. Lord, we believe in you. We love you. And we will just do everything we can to spread your light to the world, Lord. Because that's our that's our pledge. That's our, our way of saying thanks to you, Lord. Thank you for saving us. And we will reciprocate that by just trying to share your your word and your light and your love and your just grace uh, to the darkest corners of the earth, Lord. Lord, I ask that you bless everybody who tunes into this. Keep us strong and keep us faithful all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, lads and lasses, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, if you like all the content, drop drop a comment down below, like it, share it. Um, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun, guys. That's all I, that's all I got. Uh, man, it's just a lot of fun. So let's what we got next week. Let me, let, let me see. Let me just pull out the old notes here for a second. We have, oh, believers who claim to believe, but do their fruits reflect their belief? We'll talk about it. All right. You guys be good. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Tobinator out.